The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. And it certainly is. Happy holidays. I think we're still in Kwanzaa, so happy happy Kwanzaa to everybody. I hope you had a wonderful holiday. Uh, my name is Mike Slayman. I am the executive producer normally. I am now going to be uh, uh, filling uh, a very hard Hard, hard, uh, well, hard-fitting pair of shoes, uh, Dave Alexander. We wish you well out there uh, with us. Um, two of our vets, thank goodness, on today. We've got uh, Holly Bowers from Roofworks. Hi there. Hey, how are you? And hopefully, uh, Brock Emmons from Triangle Radium Barrier. Uh, Brock, Hi guys. we you hear you. Very good. Very good. Well, yeah, I, I just want to start because. You know, the holidays, we just kind of think of family, and, and, and you guys are the radio family, um, and, you know, we do things for each each other. Uh, I just want to say how grateful I am for the dedication, uh, particularly you two. You've been here from the start. Uh, don't know how we would do the program without you, so, you know, many thanks, uh, and I hope everything is uh, going well with you and, and, and your businesses, so um, uh, thank you. Um, and I know that, you know, everybody has someone to thank, someone that when you look back at it, uh, kind of made us the person that we are today, you know? And when, you know, I started um, knowing Holly, uh, I was kind of surprised um, with her professional career and, and where that all came from. So, you know, we've never really kind of talked about this before. <laughs> um, and, you know, is it, was there somebody instrumental in, in your upbringing that kind of directed you to maybe what you're doing today? Jeez. Well, first, I want to say that you did send us the best Christmas message you could have ever sent us, letting us know about Dave. So I'm very, very happy to hear that. And we're all thinking about him and praying for him and hope that he gets through this. Yeah, that's that's Dave's story to tell. Yes. Uh, he'll, he'll be here uh, uh, in the weeks ahead. Um, we're going to uh, hold this down as well as we can, <laughs> Dave. I, I, I'm, I'm going to do my, my very best. And, uh, Brock, I, I know you sent out the same sentiments. Oh, I sure do. We, uh, we were very thankful to hear that Dave was doing good and, and are all excited to welcome him back with open arms uh, once they can get back into the studio. Uh, but you know, kind of getting back to that, yes. um, uh, it, it's something that kind of you, it happens like later in life, you realize maybe something happened i don't know when yep. you were 10 or 12 or something <laughs> that 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 really put you in a different direction uh because you know particularly you know what you're doing now and and what you what you had done working at houses and everything uh you 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 were telling me a few weeks ago when uh um your daughter was in that <laughs> you want to teach her how to build a house I, I, that's that's not a typical thing that uh you know kids kids uh, learn from their moms so where did it start 
Well, I mean, it's so weird because I was thinking about this on the way to the show today, actually, just thinking about how much certain people have made a big impact in my life. And it's crazy because going back, you know, thinking grade school, I was a major athlete, great student, thought I was going to go to college, thought I was going to play ball. I wanted to play ball at Syracuse or UConn. Mm. And then my story changed a little bit. So I ended up moving here and got into the workforce and from that point, it kind of led me to where I am. But looking back, I was thinking about all the people that I've been able to come across with that opportunity and really just thinking about Boss Man, honestly, because, like, it's hard for people to explain, but it's like the impact that he's made, not just on me in my personal life, but also just for our team and my professional life. It's finding people like that that really help you become a better person. Mm-hmm. I think, what if, if I can honestly say, he's probably made the biggest impact in my life, especially through these past several years that I've been able to work at RoofWorks. And you, you're talking I, about Dorman Manus. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Will, Will as well. But you just don't find leaders like that. I've had a lot of great coaches, and I've had a lot of great people come through that have taught me a lot. I've, I had great mentors in my previous construction industry side that taught me so much took me under their wing but where I am today I'm very thankful for those guys supporting me and just pushing me to become a better person all around yeah Uh, well uh, you know my wife and um, uh, she told me as a kid she used to go around she's very handy she's very independent she likes to fix things um I wouldn't let her fix the roof. I wouldn't let her fix the uh, crawl space, Brock. But, uh, you know, she's, she's, she's very capable. And she would take a screwdriver and make sure that all the, the, uh, the, the plates, the electrical plates, were securely fastened. Right? Right. So, I mean, what kind of things did you do as a kid that, that, that maybe were a little different? Well, I was always the one that was, I mean, I come from a huge house full of siblings. So uh-huh. there's, I have, there's seven of us. And I was always the one that wanted to keep the house clean and organized and neat and um, decorating and all of those things. So I, I didn't realize how how important that was at that time until I got older and actually fell into doing something that I love. Yeah. And the building the house side, that's, that's the part that I will always have so much passion for. But what I have respect for is that, is that Derwin and Will allowed me to still fulfill that passion while I also helped them grow their company because on the side I was able to build and flip my own houses and do all of those things, which led me to be able to help them with the renovation of our building, which was probably the biggest project and dream that I had ever had that came to fruition. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, and that reflects a lot of your personality and, and really your relationship with customers. Yeah. Overall. Well, and I'm and I was just telling one of my coworkers, I'm I'm such a customer advocate that I almost advocate so much more for the customer sometimes than I even do for my team, but it's because I know with us it's you have to lead with your heart and it's important to me that everyone always goes out and does the right thing by the customer and just takes care of them. Brock, where does it start from you for you? You know, it, it it's really nice uh hearing Holly's story, and it's surprising how similar it is to mine. Um, Mine is a little bit different. I was an auto mechanic for many years and was running my own shop at the time when I wanted to kind of make a change. This was in my early 20s. 
I branched out and worked for a couple of construction companies. Um, truthfully, I was not very impressed with how they handled uh, their employees or their customers. Um, I felt that, you know, I grew up with a, a, a saying um, that was told to me when I was a lot long, uh, a lot younger that says you, you lose a chunk of your humanity every time you compromise your value. Hmm. And I always took that to heart. I never wanted to take advantage of a homeowner. I always wanted to be truthful with them and, and, and try to treat them like family. And with everyone I had worked with over the years, I never felt like I had met somebody that held true to those same values until I met my business partner, Matt, which was about 13, 14 years ago. And I learned very quickly that he is humble to a fault and would never take advantage of a homeowner, believes in honesty and integrity above everything else. So for me, it was the first time I had the opportunity to work with somebody that I actually had a little bit of admiration for. And together, over the last decade, um, we have walked a fine line, making sure to, to try to make a company profitable while still taking care of homeowners uh, with honesty, integrity, and good work. So that, that's where my uh, mine started, and that's the reason I'm still in it today. I feel like I have a, a good team of guys that I work with, um, and it keeps it fun. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, that, that's a real foundation of the whole show. It really is. Uh, you know, this, uh, this industry uh, of home improvement, uh, it, it, there, there's good and bad everywhere. Uh, but uh, we wanted to, I wanted to uh, try to represent um, uh, a slice of professionals that are really in the best interests of the customers. And uh, on the show, I'm, I'm very proud that it has not become uh, very much infomercial, you know, uh, where we're just right. trying to sell things. It says, no, we really are trying to help the people out there. And, you know, lastly, we, we have to thank the audience. Um, the show's been going on almost four years. Uh, it started with uh, a conversation between you and I, Brock. And, um, you know, I'm just uh, so thankful we're, we're still on the air and, and um, uh, I, I owe a lot of gratitude to, uh, to, to both of you. Now, anyone that wants to join us today on the show, we have uh, two great professionals that can uh, talk about a number of things. Uh, the number is 919-860-9783. When we come back, I want to uh, talk about critters because critters uh, can cause all kinds of issues, especially as the uh, the cold weather starts hitting us, which it already has. And uh, we're going to talk about that coming up. You're listening to Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 and AM 680 WPTF and WPTF.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to Making Your Home Great. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks and Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier with us. And, uh, you know, Holly, um, we have uh, quite a lot of squirrels that uh, uh, cause a lot of trouble for our birds mainly. But um, uh, you guys in the roofing industry 
Um, you're not really fond of those squirrels either. No, we've, we've been going through so many critter calls in the past few months. I don't know what's going on this year, but it seems like they're, I don't know if it's the weather being up and down and hot and cold, but they're, they're causing havoc so, everywhere. So this is what I don't understand. So, uh, I hear that they chew parts of the roof. Yeah, they right? can. They can't be tasty. Uh, they can't, uh, provide protein. What is it in the roof that that they find, uh, you know, alluring? I don't know. They just, I mean, I think they're just trying to find a way to get inside, and they're going to do any and everything they can once they get in, and they can find some entry points. They're so just that's gonna, the main thing. It is. And a lot of it you'll see, like especially with vinyl siding, they'll push up the soffit or chew through the soffit, and they do some very interesting things. Yeah, yeah. But keeping the tree limbs and trees away from the roof, that helps because even though it's not going to prevent it because we've seen them, they will go up a, a downspout all the way up to the roof. If, if they're eager to get in, they're going to find a way. They're amazing. My wife tried... One thing to try, this was for our, our bird feeders, and um, she put a slinky <laughs> on, on the bottom of the bird feeder and on the top. And when this sucker gets on there, he just bounces <laughs> up and down. We can't do that on a roof, though. No. Um, but um, in particular, maybe... Um, Something around the chimney. Do they get in the chimney? Well, I mean, they'll try to get in. Like I said, if there's flashing or anything that they can try to pull away from the wall, uh-huh. they'll do that. And with chimneys, it's the same thing. Sometimes they'll try to find their entry points at the top. You just don't know. Like I said, they're very interesting creatures, and they're, they're very determined. Is there anything at all you can do? Well, I mean, you can just do inspections, make sure that all those entry points are closed up. But, I mean, we've we've seen neighborhoods where everything's sealed, and then we go back out, and they've got holes everywhere. They've pushed the soffit up. They've found entry points, and they just continue to keep coming inside. Mm-hmm. And you, you, I, I know you install chimney caps. We do. So, so what do they do? So the chimney cap goes on the top of the of a brick chimney. And what it does, it just seals it. And also, it's really good for energy saving, too, because it keeps that hot air from coming out and it oh, keeps everything sealed up. That's true. Yeah. Never thought about that. Now, uh, Brock, I know that you uh, you have a battle with critters uh, uh, 365, don't you? <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. When you include crawl space work uh, in our list of, of items that we focus on, we we run into all kinds of wildlife. You know, the the squirrels getting into the attic, typically this time of year, fall, winter, when it starts getting cold, they're looking for a place for heat. You don't normally find them chewing in the attic, typically in the summer, because it's 140 degrees in the attic. Yeah. Once they get in there, it's not an environment they want to be in anyway. But in the winter, we do run into squirrels in attics quite often, and they'll come in through the gable vent. They'll chew a hole through it if you don't have proper screen. I've seen squirrels, given enough time, go right through the ridge vent. Mm-hmm. So they are determined if they feel like they need to get into that area. So this time of year, you just want to walk around the outskirts of your property, maybe bring out roof work, just to take a look at it and make sure if they've started to chew in, we can get that fixed up before they actually get into that area. And when it comes to crawl spaces, name it. We have run into every every possible animal you can think of in a crawl space uh, many, many times. 
And this time of year, it's kind of the same thing. They're down there looking for warmth. Uh, so if you're trying to keep critters out of your house, you want to take certain precautions, certain steps. You want to make sure to bring out certain types of professionals annually just to check the property. Make sure that the general maintenance on the property is upheld. That way you have a better chance of trying to keep these guys out of there. How much does a vapor barrier help? I know that uh, uh, typically what the building grade is like six mil, right? But you recommend yeah. higher higher grade? Yeah, six mil, when, when they're talking about the grade of mil, that's typically the thickness, not how durable it is. That's just how thick it is. Oh, okay. For example, a six mil has 2.54 pounds of puncture resistance. So less than three pounds, you can stick your finger through it. A 10 mil is 3.31 pounds, so it's less than three and a half pounds. But if you take that 10 mil and you reinforce it, put in a 10 mil reinforce, it jumps up to 36 pounds of pressure, 10 times the tensile strength. So there's a lot of different plastics out there, and customers that are worried about critters probably going to want to go with a scrim reinforced product something that's going to make it a lot more difficult to chew through and puncture. And you actually uh, were instrumental in kind of designing something that that really would be a premium product uh, without incurring too much higher cost. Uh, we did. We did. So we have a few proprietary products. You know, for many years, uh, we only had two options for wall installation. So we designed a proprietary wall installation that meets code. Um, but we do now also have a vapor barrier plastic. The most common plastic used in North Carolina today is a reinforced 10 mil. And it's also fairly expensive. But because we have a very good relationship with the manufacturer that makes these materials, we were able to negotiate a price to design our own 10 mil reinforced for about half the cost of most of the competitors. Hmm, amazing. So we do have a few proprietary, and we have a few name brands that customers are wanting to go even higher in. Yeah, and, and Holly, this kind of speaks to materials, uh, because, uh, you know, you get have to use really high-quality materials mm -hmm. if you really want them to last. Right. And, and that goes for roofing as well. It does, especially for the shingles. You have the heavier shingle, which is, you know, gram manner, 400 pounds per square. And that's the difference is it's going to last longer. It's more durable. And the longevity of it is just night and day compared to your basic systems. Kind of the reason they're heavier for the most yes, part? because they're heavier. They just have more compounded asphalt, which means that it's going to take a lot more time for that asphalt to break down and deteriorate. So that is what I would consider a true 50-year shingle. 50 years. 50 years. So does it last 50 years? It should last 50 years as long as everything is installed. Most of the time, if you have issues, it's because of workmanship, not necessarily because of the product itself. But and Sometimes you'll see a product failure, but most of the time, if your roof is failing, it's because of just improper installation. Right. Uh, but but you still, you know, you, you still have to have roof inspections because of all those things we just talked about. Right. The, the critter. The unknowns, the unexpected. These guys are crafty, I'm That's telling right. you. I mean, they can cause all kinds of damage. And once the damage is done, it's easier for them to get back in. Right. right? It is, and that's the thing. If you have, if you do find a critter in your attic, call critter control first because we're not, we don't want to come out and seal anything up because then they're trapped inside your house. 
So what you need to do is get critter control to come out and set traps in the attic and get get those critters out, and then we can come behind them and get everything sealed up so that they can't re-enter the property. Because we get a lot of calls, and they're like, we have squirrels, and we're like, we don't want to send our guys out there in the attic with squirrels running around. That's, no, I wouldn't think so. That's not our profession, but we'll certainly help you get it sealed up once the professionals come out and get those critters yeah. out. And you do need to check the laws on that because these guys are, are, are protected. Yeah. Which is hard yeah, to believe. It is funny how often that happens to us when we are in a customer's crawl space. Our guys will come around the corner and find a large copperhead or several black snakes or Ooh. a family of possums. And they'll get out and inform the homeowner. And it's funny how often the homeowner's like, well, will you just grab them and toss them out? I'm like, well, no, we do installation and that's a poisonous snake. So it's probably best to bring out somebody who handles these kind of things. Yeah. But. Yeah, maybe when we come back from our break, we can tell you. You can tell about that possum story. That was <laughs> very, very. That was one of the highlights. Of, I do remember. I, that. I love that story. Uh, you are listening to Making Your Home Great. We invite you to call us nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. This is WPTF. Welcome back to Making Your Home Great. The phone line is wide open at 919-860-9783. What we all went through our neighborhoods looking for the twinkling lights and the blow-up Santas. What is it with blow-up Santas this year? I mean, they are just huge. Uh, I I heard there was one, uh, I think it was Orlando, and and they had like 65 of these blow-up Santas. But uh, the one thing I'm, I'm talking about in driving around the neighborhood is kind of, you know, looking at the, the debris that is on roofs. It's just amazing how it just sits up there and people expect, you know, eventually it's going to dry off and to blow off and, you know, doesn't do that and and it lies in the valleys and i i i can't think especially when it gets damp and thick that that's particularly good for a roof no am i right it certainly will rot the plywood decking out will it oh yeah we've we've had to replace quite a few roofs from that and i can isn't it crazy how now you pay attention to roofs which before you probably never even not to look at it, but everywhere you go, you're probably looking at every single room. I am. I am. <laughs> it started. It opens your eyes. Yes. It started with um, when I had my roof replaced by RoofWorks, um, that there were so many choices out there. And you suggested, says, you know what I would do is I would drive around some neighborhoods and take a look because it's it's like, you know, you, you see the shingle at, at the showroom. Right. But you got to figure that shingle, what does it really look like on the roof when the sun's shining and things like that. And um, we actually did that. You actually uh, put me out there with some neighborhoods that you had uh, uh, had the roof replaced and with a certain uh, shingle and how they would look. And it's, it's quite amazing. Uh, I mean, uh, that that is a, a step that every homeowner 
has to do. Oh, yeah. And the color scheme, because you painted too. So it was like you do need to see that. Oh, yeah. I think I probably know these neighborhoods because I pay so much attention to all the design aspects. So I was able to pinpoint you to the right places just based on, you know, you wanting to go with the Navy home with the black roof. I right. wanted to make sure that you were able to see it. Yeah. But black is not black. Gray is not gray. Correct. Uh, There's know, different shades. Green shades. is not green. Yes. It, 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 it's, it's, it's it's very spe- and and that kind of c- comes back to why you have a showroom and everything else but uh, j- just just the whole ex- i guess experience yeah you know dealing with you guys is it's it's just different well, you know it's not like you call up and says i want to get my roof replaced and and they say well well we recommend this this shingle but i mean it's it's a big part of what they call what a curb appeal, curb appeal, right? I mean, it really, really um, sets off the entire home. I know, and and that's like for me, I've always looked at it from a design aspect, and because a roof replacement is going to last, if you get the right product, at least twenty five to thirty years. That is a long term investment. Yeah, it's not just something that you're going to change in five years. This is something that you, you're stuck with. And so I want to make sure that you know what you're walking into before you sign any contracts because the color choice, the product choice, I feel like, and I think that's sometimes I get frustrated with the politics of our industry because this isn't about the roofing companies. This is about the customer and their homes and their biggest assets. And for them to be able to have these products available with the best warranties, with the best companies installing it, this is what this is about. This is about you and your home everything that you've worked so hard for your big dreams and that's i think that's kind of why i talk a lot about this because i feel like that's the unfair side of what we deal with from the whole political you know accreditations and all all of those things yeah i know it's it really is the team it's it's the customer you're the one spending money it's your home it's not our choice to steer you one way or the other you need to have the option to look at everything available on the market and decide which style, which color, which product, which manufacturer is going to be best suited for your particular situation? Yeah, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll take a leap here that anyone that has had a lot of debris there in the valleys, mm-hmm. that maybe a lot of that could be in the gutters, and you may not think about this, but True. once we have some of that frozen water uh, accumulate in in gutters, they could possibly. Pull the fascia off? They can. I mean, especially if your fascia is rotten. I mean, at that point, it's very vulnerable. So you're going to see if your gutters are falling off, then you need to get us out there right away because it's you've probably got quite a few issues going on. Yeah. Is this is this something that you you spot during oh, your yeah, inspections? We, we do, and then we also find rotten fascia, you know, during roof replacement because sometimes you can't see it because it is covered by a gutter system. So if we run into that, we're gonna bring it to the homeowner's attention and make sure everything gets replaced the way it's supposed to so everything is sound and put back together properly. Yeah. And Brock, I guess, uh, are you still there? Yes. I okay, am. yeah. I, I guess in, in your uh, uh, neck of the woods, underneath the house, uh, it's it's the mold issue, right? I mean, it's there. And, and most people would be embarrassed to think that they have mold, but you're here to tell them that, yeah, you probably do. Yeah, very, very few crawl spaces we inspect are, are mold-free. Now, the ones that have the least amount of mold are typically the quote-unquote crawl spaces that have a full-size door. and You can walk underneath 
find a lot of mold in those crawl spaces due to how far the subfloor and the floor joists are away from the dirt. The dirt down there is what produces a good majority of the moisture. So the tighter the crawl space, the closer the wood is to the ground, the heavier that moisture impacts the wood. Mm. But even in very tall crawl spaces, we do find a little bit of spot mold here or there. Um, it's, it's common, unfortunately. It's, we've, like we've said on the show before, we've, we've got a moisture issue here. And a lot of homeowners are unaware. They have gutters on their house. They think everything is working properly. But where the gutter downspout comes down mm-hmm. and meets the ground, a lot of homeowners are, are dumping the water right there on the foundation corner, not realizing a good majority of that water is working its way back into the crawl space mm. and even increase how much moisture is down there and, and the rate in which mold can can grow. So, you know, your house is a system. Whether we're talking about your your roof, whether we're talking about your doors and your windows, the proper insulation, the proper HVAC, your crawl space is, is virtually an entire system of its own. Your plumbing is down there. A lot of your electrical is down there. In most cases, your air handling unit, your ductwork are down there. So the better environment you have underneath the house, the healthier your house is, the better your indoor air quality becomes. In, in your uh, you yeah, in your experience, do you see fewer problems uh, w- when the temperature does dip to where it is now, pretty much like in the forties, um, or or is just something you you know the the the, the mold just continues to grow anyway. Not really this time of year. What ends up happening is the mold kind of goes dormant through the winter. If you had a mold issue in spring and summer of last year, let's say spring and summer of 2023, Mm -hmm. and nothing was done about it, you probably had a lot of musty smells in the house that since then have dissipated. You're not really smelling that anymore because there's not really a lot of moisture. Now, I know it might be raining, but it's a combination of Warm humidity and moisture is what is going to build up condensation down there. So since we don't have a lot of warm air right now, it's cold. We might have plenty of water, a lot of rain, but that mold down there is dormant. So it doesn't put off the smell. And a lot of people think, oh, whatever it is, it it fixed it. Then March or April 2024 rolls around. The temperature comes back, and now their house absolutely reeks of a musty smell. It's back. Well, it's woken up. Moisture's back. It's starting to grow at a rapid rate. It's producing a lot of scent. So this time of year, customers are actually bringing uh, bringing us out to do the mold remediation that they knew they had a problem with this summer and were not able to address it at that time. Mm -hmm. A little strange. As soon as we got past Christmas, I mean, December 26, 27, our phone started ringing. Hey, we put it off all year time to get this mold remediated. I don't want it yeah, I don't want it to be worse by this next season. And on that topic, I'll be quick about this. Typically February is the slowest month of the year for us. So the last couple of years, we have run deals in the month of February if you are a radio listener. If you schedule us to do an inspection, we come out, take a look at the property, and you subsequently schedule us to do the work. 
if you schedule it in the month of February, you get an additional 20% discount. That is a way for us to make sure that our installers are working every day and also give our customers an opportunity to take advantage of uh, a good price when they see it. Well, there you go. All right. You're listening to Making Your Home Great today. Mike Slayman, uh, the executive producer, put in the air chair here. Uh, Dave Alexander will be back with us uh, in good time. Uh, If you have a question for either uh, Holly Bowers from RoofWorks or Brock Emmons, we invite you to call us on 919-860-9783. This is Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 and AM 680 WPTF and WPTF.com. Welcome back to Making Your Home Great. And we have Barry, uh, who is on the line uh, Hi there, Barry. Welcome to Making Your Home Great. Do you have a question? Yeah, can you hear me? I sure can. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year to you guys. Uh, listen to you about every week. Uh, this is for Holly. I have a home that was basically redone. New home, existing um, uh, foundation and everything. Anyhow, they went up for a second floor, and I'm having trouble the builder has come back once or twice around the flashing around the chimney. And it can, when, when we have these hard rains like we've had recently, all of a sudden I wake up or there's a puddle of water in this one room. And that's something as small like that that your team could come out and look at and diagnose it and fix it. Oh, yeah. We, we certainly can come out there. Is it a brick chimney or a siding chimney or stucco stone? It's a, it's a brick chimney. Okay. Yep. Let us get out there and take a look at it. It could just be the, that the flashing wasn't installed correctly, and we see that a lot. So let our guys do an assessment. Um, how old is the house? Is it pretty new? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, redone is probably the roof and all of that work is five to six years old. Okay. Yeah. And brick chimneys can get tricky because I always say it could be one of three things. It could be the flashing done improperly. It could be a combination of your mortars breaking down and needs to be redone. And it could also be coming from the top. So there's quite a few different things that we're going to have to look at, but give us a call and let we'll send our team out there and we'll take a look at it and let you know exactly what we find up there and give you our best recommendation. Yeah, Barry, you okay. know their their website, uh, RoofWorks, uh, R-O-O-F-W-E-R-K-S dot com, and your office number at 919-852-2660. That's right. And you can get on our website and also put in an, an estimate request online as oh, well. Okay. And that comes right to us. All right. All right, okay, Barry. It's, it's just the water shows up in the oddest place. And I'm like, at where is this coming from? So anyhow, hey, uh, thanks a lot. Yeah, and we'll, I mean, while we're out there, we'll check everything else, too. So if we find anything else, we'll bring it to your attention. Hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You are welcome. Yeah, and, and that uh, undiagnosed could cause even more rotting, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, chimneys are tricky. It's, I mean, a lot of a lot of the issues that we see with the leaks is just from, you know, not being, the installer detail worker might not be educated enough to install it correctly. Mm-hmm. We talked about this on the last show that you got your counter flashing that's face mounted instead of grinding out the mortar joints and making sure that that's installed properly. There's quite a few things that you're going to run into on that. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's always going to leak eventually if it's not done right. And I bark, I, I imagine when, uh, you know, the temperature goes down in the morning to 32 degrees, uh, you start getting those calls that maybe your insulation's not, not working properly. And, and actually, this may be a good time to address that because, uh, you know, before tax time, I imagine the Inflation Reduction Act uh, comes to play. It absolutely does. Now, I was informed. Uh, I'm still trying to wait to get it confirmed, but I was informed this last week that there is a very good chance they are going to roll the tax credit for insulation into 2024 along with the windows and the solar. They've Mm. already approved the windows and the solar, uh, and we have been led to believe that they're going to also approve the insulation for 2024 as well. But once I get that confirmed, I'll make sure to, to put that uh, out on the air and, and let our listeners know if they've got another year to save up for this. Yeah. And, that being said, mm-hmm. yes, this type of year, if you're having issues with heat retention, you are going to focus primarily on your attic. The heat in your house is rising. So the better the installation is on the floor of the attic, the more retention of heat in your home in the winter. Now, I have fielded several phone calls in the last week or so that say my crawl space is freezing, my floors are freezing, I don't think the insulation in the subfloor is is doing its job, we need help. You remember at the beginning of the show where I said the reason I started working with my business partner was integrity and honesty. So we could tell those homeowners, absolutely, we'll come out and tear all that insulation out, put fresh insulation in, and it'll fix your problem. Unfortunately, that's not going to fix the problem. Added insulation does not stop cold air. People think, oh, it's stopping the cold air from making my floor cold. No. Best way I can describe it, you have a brand new house, you have all brand new insulation, It's a 10-degree day outside, way below freezing, and you don't have a heater. You're going to freeze to death in your own house. (laughs) Insulation did not stop that cold. It's there to retain that heat. So if you want to take steps on making your crawl space warmer, so your floors are warmer, that is typically when you are talking about fully encapsulated crawl spaces. So I don't want any listeners out there to think if you pay an insulation company to come out and re-insulate your floor with fiberglass, it's going to make them warmer. It does not. Do your research, and you'll figure all that out for yourself. So it doesn't create heat. It just traps the heat. Correct. As a matter of fact, there's only one insulation in the world that stops cold air transfer, and that is foam open and closed cell spray foam. Now, if we seal the walls of your crawl space with foam board or triplex, and we seal up the utility penetration, there's no cold air getting down there. So it stays about 55 to 75 degrees down there year-round, summer and winter. Now, you, you had talked about that triplex. I know you just threw it out there. Um, for people that have never heard that term before, what is that exactly? Triplex is a, a very fancy wall installation uh, that we're very proud of. Uh, it, it produces virtually identical results 
to standard foam board or spray foam, but at about half the cost. We went to our manufacturer and said, look, everyone in North Carolina is doing spray foam or foam board to seal up crawl spaces. We would like to be able to offer them a cheaper option. And it took them about a year and a half of trying before they came up with a really high-quality product uh, that we love so much, we bought an enormous amount of it. I've got uh, about 300,000 square feet of it right now. And even a lot of uh, our competitors in the area have started purchasing that material and going with it. as an outstanding warranty, and it's cheaper. I mean, it's no reason. It uh, gives you the same results. It's cheaper with a better warranty. That's the way I normally direct people to go. Kind of the no-brainer of the, of the year there. For us, it is. Wow. Uh, Holly, uh, talk about how, how important materials are to you. I know uh, Certainty, one of the uh, one of the brands you use, um, uh, it, it really is important. It's so important. It's not. It's important because, I mean, we believe in Certainty because Certainty really is the best shingle. It's the heaviest shingle even from the architectural, you know, your mid-grade 30-year shingle. And Certainteed has just been phenomenal with our partnership with them as far mm-hmm. as backing us up. If something went wrong, if a customer has issues or there's a product failure, Certainteed has always been there. And that's to me, it's when things go bad and how it's handled is what makes all the difference in the world. It's just like us. We're not perfect. We're going to have some things that we our team makes mistakes but we're always going to go back out there and make it right because that's just who we are if we screwed up we're going to fix it and that's that's going with companies that you can trust because i can promise you there's not any contractor out here in the world that's perfect they have people coming through their companies that you know they might not be trained up or as highly certified as others and you put a lot of trust in them but if things go wrong then leadership steps in and that's why Will and Derwin are just as good as gold because at the end of the day, they take responsibility and they're going to fix it regardless of what, what happened. Yeah, and, you know, we have been uh, kind of kind of fortunate. We haven't had a whole lot of uh, ice uh, to deal with, but uh, as Brock said, he's getting a lot of calls about people that had uh, situations with mold and they want to you know, fix it before the springtime. Um, are the things people can do uh, that they haven't done that may be worried about uh, an ice storm, for instance, and and how that can impact the roof? Yeah, well, ice storm. I mean, we haven't had a really bad one here in several years, but yeah. you just ice storms are unpredictable because they can cause damage everywhere. And I don't know how you really prevent that by just making sure that everything is sealed up, your penetrations, you don't have any open penetrations that are deteriorated and um, really just getting roof inspections, making sure that your face is in good standing, like you said, with the gutter system falling. So there's quite a few things that you can do from that side of it, but still it's, it's ice and ice can pull down power lines, pull mm-hmm. down trees. So that's the part that's just pretty unpredictable. Yeah. Brock, what would you say would be the most uh, phone generator issue that you're having right now? What is the, the largest generator issue? Well, no, I mean, uh, what, what are you getting the most calls about right now? Uh, it's, it's 
it's either it's one or two phone calls that we had mold this year. We couldn't have it done. You know, when we figured it out, we want to get it done now. A lot of customers know that we're giving out really good discounts for the month of February. So we have several people that reached out to us the, uh, you know, October, November, December this year that heard about our February deals and are purposefully postponing until about now. Mm -hmm. We're starting to go out and start doing these estimates for these homeowners. But it's either mold that they develop or it's really cold in my house and our bills are through the roof in the winter. Please help. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and for us, we're—I mean, we've had a lot of rain these past couple of weeks, and so a lot of leaks have popped up. We've been in more of a drought this year, so now things are starting to surface and show themselves. So our team's been very, very busy chasing yeah. a lot of leak calls. When it, when it rains, it pours in, in the roofing industry. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Holly Bowers from Roofworks, and and uh, uh, Brock Emmons from Triangle Radium Barrier. Our two's coming up with Craig, the floor guy, and WPTF. The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. It's our two of Making Your Home Great. Mike Slayman in with you today. Uh, Dave Alexander uh, will be joining us uh, in the weeks ahead, but uh, we are with uh, uh, two of our experts. Uh, I think Brock Emmons still uh, on the line, so uh, you can uh, continue to join us, Brock, certainly, from Triangle Radiant Barrier. Also, uh, Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. Uh, hope you're having a good day, gentlemen. Doing well, doing well. Brock, are you still there? I am still here, yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's, you know, you can uh, uh, really help with the whole idea about why it's important um, to not just have one person involved in a project. And and I know, Craig, uh, you you and, and Brock have, have teamed together on different things because of uh, moisture issues that, that kind of come up. And people, you know, when they think of a floor, they think of the color, they think of the texture, they think of, you know, how it's going to look, uh, you know, with with the walls and the uh, and the couch, right? But there's bigger issues. Yeah, um, color and price typically are the two biggest factors of consumers diagnosing initially. Um, but you got to make sure that, you know, the foundation that you build the house on supports the house. So, the subfloor that you put the floor on supports the floor. Uh, so you have an adequate substrate, and a lot of people don't even, uh, even you know, look at that or inspect it. And that can affect uh, the longevity of really any kind of flooring product. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we can actually discuss um, that happened in real life this within the last week. Um, one being a hardwood floor and one being an LVP luxury vinyl plank floor where we had customers calling us asking about repairing the floor um, or sanding and refinishing the hardwood, um, you know, looking at doing an, an inexpensive quick fix. And, you know, in both cases, there were issues that were caused by moisture in the, in the crawl space, which caused issues with the subfloor which caused the issues with the flooring. And when we explained to the, the homeowners 
that you know this is a much bigger and that we would not be able to for them without having the bigger issue of the of the subfloor and the moisture addressed um we'll just say we haven't heard back from them so it's it's really concerning yeah yeah so, so Brock, is this something that's really visible? Uh, looking in the crawl space and looking up toward the flooring depends on the condition of the crawl space. Um, you know, for example, what what he's trying to explain to the homeowners listening is: you, you look down and you see your floor. Well, underneath it could be a a waterproof pad or, or you know carpet pad or whatever pad was laid down prior to your flooring. Well, what that's laying down on is your subfloor. Your subfloor is. In your crawl space, it's under the insulation. So, is it easy to inspect? It is if all the insulation has been removed. Then we can crawl down there and look around and get a really good look at what we're dealing with. If you had a water leak that's causing problems, that's typically easy to track because you can track the water damage. But if your whole subfloor is still insulated, in order to do a proper inspection, it typically involves removing a lot of that insulation. So I wouldn't say it's easy. Now, it is easy if you decide you want to encapsulate your crawl space because you, per code, can leave that insulation out. Uh, once the crawl space is encapsulated, it no longer serves a purpose. So per code, you can pull it out. Now you can inspect your subfloor very easily for future problems. You know, Craig reaches out to us. Craig's got a, a guy over there uh, that works for him that I respect. We'll just say John. And uh, John is, is sends a lot of customers our way when they realize that there's a moisture issue down there that's causing damage. Just like we try to send a lot of customers their way when they say, well, now that we've got the moisture fixed, we've got to fix the floors. Well, do you have a flooring company? No. You, you want to call American Green. Get John out here. He'll take care of you and give you all your options. So we, it's been a good relationship uh, getting to work with these guys. I respect how they run their business. I respect how they take care of their clients. And on a very quick personal note, in the last month, we, my company, did some mold remediation in a customer's attic. Unfortunately, one of my guys, when he brought the spray bottle down, set it down on the carpet pad we laid down. But the nozzle came off and landed on the customer's carpet. So it unfortunately had two very small bleach stains on the customer's carpet. Now, needless to say, the homeowner we were dealing with was difficult to deal with. And instead of trying to come up with a solution, I said, nope, we're going to get all this cut out and replaced. So I sent American Dream over there. Mm. They also uh, was very difficult. However, when the work was completed, that same customer who had been a little bit difficult throughout the process spoke how highly she felt the repair had been done. This is a homeowner that had not been very positive uh, during this process. But when I went out to do the final inspection, she spent a good 20 minutes telling me about the professionalism of American Dream and the quality of the repair and how happy she was, uh, the, how it looked and how it turned out. That's the reason I like working with these guys. Yeah, 
we appreciate that, and I appreciate the comment. And I'd like to talk more about that scenario too, because I can let everybody out there understand, help them to understand why your customer had the angst that they had about the whole situation and dealt with us through through the process the way they did, and it stemmed back from where they got that original carpet from, which wasn't American Dream Flooring and Tile. They bought it from one of the big box stores. And that right. process is so stressful and cumbersome to deal with that they were expecting the same type of treatment and process from Triangle Radiant Barrier and American Dream Flooring and Tile. So, you know, they they basically went, had to deal with the big box store in a very unprofessional, demanding way to get what they wanted achieved with their original carpet installation and thought they needed to deal with us the same way, which they did not. And, we got them taken care of, and that's why they were like, "Wow, you know, that was a, actually, uh, you know, they were they were happy and pleased. They didn't have to threaten to sue us or whatever to get some basic process, you know, done." Right. And well, and we, on we, that we, note, we do that a lot. That big big box store carpet for our listeners that are out there. Um, when John, who, who works with Craig, went out there to assess the damage to the carpet, he realized very quickly that that carpet was not one that American Dream carries. So he did his due diligence in reaching out to the big box stores to locate it. And even though that carpet had been installed maybe four years earlier, big shocker, it had been discontinued. Because a lot of these big box stores carry cheaper value brand carpet that they rotate. So they'll have one carpet for a year or two, and then it gets discontinued, and they'll buy another low-end carpet from somebody else. So for the listeners out there, know this. If you go into a big box store and go with the cheaper value carpet, you better buy a lot extra because there's a very good chance within a few years down the road that carpet will be discontinued, and you can no longer find it which is what the case was with this homeowner. But John came up with an incredible solution that he cut the carpet out of the closet in the back. He used that to patch the area. The patch was flawless. And he did additional flooring in that carpet, uh, the, the back uh, closet that the homeowner was happy with. Mm. It was a solution that made everybody happy. Um, and, and they were very pleased with the results they got from American Dream. Wow, what a story. Well, it was able to match the carpet almost identical, in, in fact, and so now that customer has bleach-proof carpet in their closet. <laughs> okay, uh, you are listening to Making Your Home Great. Uh, we'll continue in a moment. Love to have you a part of the conversation. It's 919-860-9783. This is Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 and AM 680, WPTF and WPTF.com. In your home great FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. And welcome back. Happy holidays, one and all. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. We are on uh, AM 680 WPTF, uh, FM 98.5. Uh, on the World Wide Web, uh, of course, at uh, WPTF. Dot com. So uh, we hope uh, you have had a wonderful holiday. And, you know, Craig, un- unfortunately, that story that was told, um, uh, you've seen repeated many times. Listeners, no. Craig? 
Yes, uh, uh, unfortunately, the story that we told before the break, uh, that's not unusual. Um, you know, people think this these uh, LVP floorings are just uh, uh, impervious to, to any kind of damage. We, we talk about their great resilience to uh, moisture and, and alike, but uh, it has to be installed pr- uh, properly, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, sure, Kim. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, one of the big issues that was it's unregulated, and there's a lot of inexperienced, unlicensed people out there uh, who are installing floors and products put in and not using the proper method. And I see that um, very easy Yeah, it, now, 
Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was, uh, this is what, what you told me about how, why it's so important that the company you're dealing with has a showroom. And, yeah, if you're not, if you're not a licensed, you can't get a, your license from a major manufacturer without having a showroom. You can be an installation contractor and install the full, but you're not going to be a licensed dealer, which means you can't submit a claim on behalf of a consumer the manufacturer. There is a problem. So not only do you have to have a showroom, but there's some installation training requirements as well um, with the the top of the line major manufacturers like Mohawk and Shell. Now, there are some distributors or brokers that you can buy products from, and they don't care. They'll sell their products to anybody that, um, you know, will, will place an order and pay the invoice. Um, but we typically try to use just the major manufacturers so you have the most reputable you know, service, uh, the most, the best products, these are quality assured and quality tested before they're released, you know, to the market. Um, and brokers don't do that. In fact, um, we've kind of, we've kind of come up with a new term. Some of the, the listeners may sound funny. Or, or, or I call it container cowboys. Uh-huh. So uh, I've spoke before on the show about, you know, now that the big guys are made making their own products here in the USA and they're no longer importing from China, factors are reaching out and trying to sell smaller customers to pick that business up that they lost to the major manufacturers who were were importing from China. Um, but you have a lot of small brokers importing containers of flooring from China and selling it on Facebook Marketplace. Some of them, you know, will even... A lot of them are, you, you'll know if they're a, what I call a container cowboy because they'll be selling on Facebook or they'll be selling out of the house or something. They won't have an actual uh, showroom. Or it'll be a private labeled product you've never heard of. You know, like it'll be, you know, Chuck Flooring or what, or something like that. It's not mm-hmm. going to be Mohawk. It's not going to be Shaw. It's not going to be Mannington. It's not, you know, if you can't Google the name of the product, and see where their manufacturing plant is in the United States, and it's an imported product, and you're going to have no warranty on that product. Now, these guys say, oh, yeah, this is lifetime warrantied luxury vinyl plank flooring. Um, but I've actually had a, a couple of customers buy this flooring that are involved in lawsuits over it because they will not warranty issues with the flooring. Wow. Yeah, that's terrible. It's, it's it's just terrible because you know uh, the marketing is out there with how great this flooring is, but uh, uh, they're not all the same. Um, you know, we've talked about the thickness and and everything else. Uh, that's very confusing to to folks, and and when you try to explain that to them, I mean, what's the best way of convincing somebody that they're getting a good product? Well, first off, don't do online research. Because everything you get online is misinformation. It's, it's marketing. It's misinformation marketing. Because flooring is not a regulated product, There's it, it's, it's the wild, wild west. A manufacturer, a retailer, uh, a distributor, they can almost say whatever they want and, and get away with it. So, I, I, you know, I just did a Google search uh, just a few moments ago, and I typed in, uh, what is the biggest problem with flooring? 
And of course, when you do that, tons of different little links came up. And I saw one that said, um, it was basically a kind of similar question to what you just asked me. And it said, what is, how do you know if a luxury vinyl plank flooring is good quality? And then when I read it, it said, the, the two most important things to consider are the thickness of the floor and the wear layer thickness. And it said wear layer being more important. And that's absolutely wrong. That is not the most important. The most okay. important is the total thickness, not the wear layer thickness. But if you're not dealing with a licensed company who is trained and certified, then, you know, most often people are just going to sell you whatever you want. You come in and you see, you say you want gray for two bucks. They're going to go, yeah, this is gray and it's $2. And there you go. Mm. And then within a year, you're, you're, you have an issue with your floor. Okay, all right. Uh, let's uh, pause right there. we got the news coming up. You're listening to Making Your Home Great. We'd love to have you call in and be a part of the conversation. I, I think any homeowner that's been in their home 20, 25 years or more have, have had some of these issues and wondering, well, I'm wondering why I had to replace that flooring. Well, we've got the guy here to explain that. And uh, if you're looking for some good alternatives we can talk about that because there's amazing alternatives now uh that haven't been uh developed uh, uh years before that are now available which uh, which i i know uh homeowners would would just be amazed how great they look and and how long they're going to last so uh give us a call 919 919- Eight six zero nine seven eight three. This is making your home great on FM ninety eight five and AM six eighty WPTF and WPTF dot com. Welcome back. This is making your home great. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. You know, Craig, you have just seen amazing, amazing strides in 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 flooring. Uh, is it is it just my own interpretation of this, or is this something that's just accelerated a lot in the last, let's say, five years? No, I mean every year there are new products, up upgraded products, advances. Um, you know, the industry leader, in my opinion, is Mohawk Floor. And they spend a lot of money and do do a lot of innovative things. Um, they're going to be launching new products next year um, that involve a lot of recycled content, uh, better longevity, um, better prices. I mean, they work to control pricing. Uh, that's one of the good things about not importing is they've been able to alleviate quality issues and stabilize pricing by making their own products here in the U.S. And that's um, huge. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, better for the consumer, better for the country, um, and it's better for me as a, as a retailer. I don't have to, you know, I like to set pricing and then be able to promote those prices. And, you know, if, if I have to be concerned that if a customer comes in and picks out a product and my first concern is, well, let me see what the price is on it and let me see if they actually even have any or if it's on back order because it's being shipped across the ocean right now. I mean, that's, that's not a fun business to be in. So yeah, stable pricing and stable inventory and top quality obviously is what everybody wants. 
Everybody does. I know uh, David wants that. David joins us from Liberty. I'm making your home great. Hi there, David. Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you have a question for Craig? Yeah, I've got a potential situation, and uh, I may have done myself in, but that's why I'm calling you guys. Uh, several years ago, uh, we have a, I have a workshop, and I put a shed roof on the side of the workshop, you know, to park a vehicle under, and just use the, what I call galvanized metal, tobacco roof tin, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then a few years after that, we enclosed it, uh, and I wasn't sure how to insulate it, how to insulate it. So I had somebody do the spray foam. So there's spray foam up between the two by six rafters and the one by fours that the tins nailed to. And I was up there a week or two ago and noticed that some of the tin, galvanized roofing, metal, whatever, uh, has started to rush through. Uh, I have sent got some of the tar patch stuff and uh, you know spread over it. But uh, I just I just sort of want to see what's going to happen down the road and get your guys' opinion about that. Well, I mean, uh, Brock Emmons uh, has uh, uh, left the show today, but uh, uh, Craig, any any word word of advice, at least uh, heading him in the right direction? Yeah, I would install flooring in that addition. That's about the best advice I think I can give you. Um, okay, well, I I didn't realize that the other guy had left. I hadn't. I just sort of turned the show off. Uh, yeah, I mean, anyway, if, you're, I, if you're just using it as a storage, I mean, I think what you're doing sounds like, in, unless you just, you know, tear the whole thing down and have it rebuilt by a general contractor and you want to make it a, you know, air, you know, room, what you're doing is probably, I would, if you're just using it for storage. Yeah, David, uh, if you want to get in touch with uh, Brock Emmons, uh, you can reach him at triangleradiantbarrier.com, and uh, uh, he'll come out and uh, assess the situation. Um, so thank you for joining us today. Okay. what uh, when is, is he going to be on next Saturday? Uh, I Yes, he should be. He should be on next and Saturday. Okay? He's on from when to when? Uh, well, usually uh, between uh, uh, noon and uh, and 1 o'clock. Okay. Thank okay. You. All right. Thank you, David. Thank you. All right. Uh, bye-bye. Very good. Uh, if uh, you wanted, Dave, uh, David, you could uh, leave your number, and I'll have Brock uh, get in touch with you about your situation so you don't have to wait till next week. Um but uh, yeah, getting back to uh, the the products, um, you know, a lot of folks uh, love to have wooden floors, right? I mean, they they just love the uh, the, the feel of having uh, a wood floor, but uh, with it come a, a, a lot of maintenance issues with that. And um, I've got to tell you, you know, uh, this laminate product that you have. Uh, this is pretty outstanding, and it's it's hard to tell the difference between a, a wood floor and and a, a really good laminate, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. So the product you're referring to is the Mohawk Rev Wood, which is a waterproof wood laminate floor. It has a lifetime wear warranty. Um, the product 
that ranges from a 10-year waterproof to a lifetime waterproof, depending on the product that you choose. Uh, there's entry-level products all the way up to what they call their HD or high-definition products where you can actually feel the grain and the knots and the, and the plant just like a real hardwood floor. Um, and it's a four-rated wear layer, so it's three to four times uh, more dent-resistant scratch resistant than a hardwood floor or even a luxury vinyl plank floor. So in my opinion, if you want a wood look floor, it is the best floor you can get for the money. Yeah, and, and I got to tell you, listeners, I remember we were at uh, the last uh, home show that we did, and you actually took uh, some keys and you tried to scratch <laughs> the surface of yeah. this. It made such a horrible noise over the over the radio, uh, but it actually showed absolutely nothing. Um, and you know, most people won't even come close to to showing that kind of wear and tear. Um, uh, you don't have a dog with uh, those kind of claw prints. Yeah, and not not only that, it's 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 inexpensive to install, and it's an inexpensive floor. The you know these floors start around in the three dollar a square foot range. Um, a hardwood floor nowadays, uh, an engineered hardwood floor is going to start around five in the five dollar a square foot range, and a solid hardwood floor can be anywhere from six eight up to twelve dollars a square foot. And both of those floors are going to scratch. They are going to um, they're not going to be waterproof. Now, some there are some water-resistant options in the hardwood floor category, but in a true hardwood floor, there's no waterproof floor. So the other scenario that I wanted to talk about of a customer that I uh, spoke with within the last week was wanting to have their floors refinished. And when, when I went and looked at the floor, the floor was severely warped. I mean, there were places where it was raised up off of the subfloor almost an inch. Wow. Um, yeah. And so as soon as I saw it, I knew it was a moisture issue. And of course, looking under the customer's home, I could see the droopy install installation, which I've said many times, if you look under your house and you see the installation hanging down, that's a sign of, of moisture issue. And so as soon as I saw that, I explained to them, I said, well, you know, for one, we can't sand and refinish this hardwood floor. It's beyond the process. I said, you've got a major moisture issue under your house that's causing this issue. They said, oh, well, we were told that it was because it wasn't installed with a proper expansion gap. And I said, well, you know, expansion gap is for a small, minute amount of movement. The amount of movement that you have in your floor is moisture damage, and regardless of expansion gap or not, it would have caused this damage. The floor was going to have to be that section of floor that was the most damaged would have to be ripped out and replaced. The, the crawl space issue would have to be resolved, and then we could come back in and sand and refinish the floor. And, of course, they said, well, I think they thought maybe I was just trying to get, you know, yeah. upsell, upsell them. them. Yeah. yeah, and like I said, I haven't heard back from them. They said, well, we're going to get some, some other opinions. And I said, well, you should, you know, you should call Making Your Home Great and ask Craig, the floor guy, what he thinks about it. <laughs> Good idea, yes. And if you wanted to uh, call Craig the Floor Guy and find out what he thinks of your idea, uh, 919-860-9783. We will be back uh, coming up. You're listening to Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 and AM 680 WPTF and WPTF.com. 
Just a few minutes left here from Making Your Home Great, but still have plenty of time to talk to you. Uh, 919-860-9783 with uh, Craig, the floor guy. And, uh, you know, Craig, uh, as far as, you know, what what is new and on the horizon as far as flooring, we've talked about the uh, Mohawk Revwood. Uh, Are there any other things that uh, are are coming up that you've heard of uh, that will be uh, uh, available soon for uh, homeowners? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple of manufacturers that are going to be launching what are called hybrid core products. One of the issues with the Chinese import stuff is the PVC in, in the products. Um, the PVC is, is soft. It's toxic. Um, there's other issues with the importing Chinese PVC products as well. Listeners may have heard us talking about the Uyghurs and they're an enslaved people that are being used to make these toxic products. So um, our U.S. Customs has passed some new laws not allowing these products or any product that has um, PVC in it that originates from China. They're, they're not letting it into the country. Hmm. So what a lot of manufacturers have done is started um, redeveloping the, the core of these luxury vinyl plank products is where the PVC is found. So there's some hybrid core products coming up where they're using uh, recycled post-consumer content. In some cases, it's it's 60 to 80 percent of the core of the product is made from recycled um, materials. They're making them thicker. They're making them stronger. Um, so I, I'm excited to see these products because there's there's very few vinyl plank floor options on the market right now that are not either overpriced or that meet you know my my requirements for strength and durability and these new hybrid core products they will meet meet my standards so we're excited to have those and we actually have some of them in our showroom now and over the first couple of months of the year usually by you know end of February or March we have all the new stuff in. Mm-hmm. and uh, on display and available. Wow. Wow. And, and you would think it would it would be more affordable, right? Yeah, absolutely because it's made in the USA. The what drives the cost of a lot of products up is the freight cost and when you're shipping something across the ocean, um it's not cheap. So by making it these are made in the USA products as well that I'm talking about. Yeah. So making it in the USA it it saves it saves the consumer money absolutely absolutely and and it keeps money in america where it needs to be you know we need to create jobs and we need to you know we need to shop local whenever we can we always need to hire licensed professionals when we can i always like to advise folks buy made in the usa and shop local whenever you can keep that money circulating within the community within the city you know within your own market wherever you may be or whatever state that you're in um, instead of buying from people who are sending it overseas. Yeah, I mean, that's that's something you, that, uh, you know, I, I just sense from you, meeting you from, from the get-go, uh, that, that you're, you're really all about that. You're all about, uh, um, you know, no gimmick pricing and things like that. I mean, it, it is a problem with a lot of homeowners because they're a bit jaded. They don't expect that. Um, and uh, a, a lot of your job really is is 
really uh, telling people well, what they've heard uh, th- that's not exactly true but uh, this is this is what it's going to cost and and trust me that's what it's going to cost and and somebody told you maybe uh, 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 a different type of price but it's apples and oranges right yeah absolutely i see it all the time i'm working with a customer right now who is replacing all the flooring in their entire home it's 2500 square feet of flooring um, and she's she's gotten quotes from several other companies and competitors. She's tried every avenue she can to find what she considers to be the best you know price. Um, she's a smart lady. She's doing her due diligence, um, and she's not rushing through it. And I respect her for that. But some of the pricing that she was seeing, um, well, you know, I found out some of the pricing she was seeing because she was questioning line item pricing because we give line item pricing. We don't hide or bulk anything together. And so one of the products that she picked for me, I want to say was like three eighty nine a square foot. And she was like, well, this other company said that they could sell it to me for three fifty nine a square foot. And I said, well, let me let me come to your house. Let me do my measurement. Let me provide you the complete total estimate for the floor. And then let's talk about price. You know, show me what you want. Let me come out, assess your home, make sure it's going to be a good product that we're going to be able to stand behind it for the life of the floor. And let me provide you pricing. And so I did that. And wouldn't you know it, even though my price on the product was, what, 30 cents more a square foot than what the other company was promoting that product price for, my quote was almost $2,000 less in total. And we're talking around a $20,000 flooring replacement. So $2,000 is, is a lot. You know what I mean? If you can get your floor for 18 instead of 20 and you're getting the same product with a lifetime warranty, and, and that's the type of stuff I see on a regular basis. So that's why we like to give no gimmick line item pricing. We like to ask for our customers to let us come out, assess the entire area. Let's look at the home. Let's look at your subfloor. Um, let's let's make sure there's not any issues that are unforeseen that aren't being addressed. So that way, when we walk away from it, you're done and you can enjoy your floor for years and years and years to come. Yeah, we started the show uh, talking about uh, maybe somebody buying uh, uh, lesser price flooring because it was a discontinued product. If, if it is discontinued, um, d- does a homeowner have 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 no no place they they can go if they buy it from a reputable flooring place? If the flooring is discontinued, if it's a manufactured floor, the manufacturers have a list of inventory for discontinued products and we have access to that inventory so we could say yes that that product was discontinued in 2020 but they currently have 1500 square feet of it available in you know dalton georgia and we can get it for you and then sometimes they'll it'll be the case where yes that product was discontinued but it was relaunched under a different name and you can get the same visual but they might have just changed the core makeup of it or, you know, started producing it at a different plant, something like that. Um, if you're buying from a broker or, you know, one of these container cowboys that I spoke of, you're, you know, you have little to no options. They're, they're selling, not only is it something discontinued, but it's been liquidated, which means mm-hmm. what they've done is they've gone to that, that manufacturer's discontinued inventory mm-hmm. and they've brokered a buyout. 
and they say, oh, well, you, you know, you've got 25,000 square feet of this discontinued product that retailed for $3.99 a square foot. We'll buy it all from you for a dollar a square foot and they'll sell it on the online or whatever for $2 a square foot. So you think you're getting a $4 a square foot product for $2 a square foot, not realizing, you know, you are, but it's discontinued, it's liquidated. And if you have a problem with the installation or you run short of materials or something gets damaged down the road, if you don't have extra material on hand, then you're not going to be able to get any more of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of a, a you know bed better best, but but the the lowest quality should still be enough quality for the homeowner that they're going to have a good floor, right? Um, in in other words, you know, when people are picking out a floor, they say, "Well, I'd like to have this," but. Uh, if I went up uh, two grades, I could have this, and I could have have this. Uh, but if they buy it from uh, American Dream Flooring and Tile, uh, y- you tell them what you're getting by going to to an upgrade. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that that we're going to start doing this year is there's some products on the market that we do not offer a lifetime installation for. We're well known for our lifetime installation warranty. Um, but there are some products on the market now that <laughs> people are buying them and it doesn't matter, you know, what we do or what precaution we take, or even if we follow the installation instructions, mm-hmm. these, pro- these problems, these floors can be problematic, you know, year two, year three down the road. So what we're doing is there's, we have products that we offer lifetime installation warranty on. And then we have products we say, well, you know, look, if you want this dollar and 50 a square foot, four millimeter, you know, four millimeter thick LVP, we can sell it to you. We can install it for you, but we only can give you a one year warranty. If you buy this eight millimeter waterproof Mohawk Redwood, that's 289, we can give you a lifetime installation warranty, which is basically the life of the floor. So if the manufacturer gives you a 25-year warranty, we give you a 25-year warranty on our labor. Yeah. So, yeah, um, we give options. But well, sometimes, yeah. you know, customers choose the wrong option, and we say, well, yes, we'll install it for you, but we can only give you a one-year warranty on that particular product. Yeah, I mean it, and that's the thing about flooring. I mean, if you look at it, um, it all has the typical visual, right? I mean, they all look. We we try great. to do anything we can to help our customers, and we know right now people are super, super price conscious and trying to save money in any way they can. We actually just got a five star review from a customer. People can go online, go to our website, AmericanDreamFloor.com, or Google us, American Dream Flooring and Tile on Google, and you'll see this review from a customer where he had a water damage to his heart, his hardwood floor. The hardwood floor was a discontinued floor. Hmm. And and John, who Brock spoke on earlier, took it upon himself with the homeowner taking a lot of time to scour through multiple different products from multiple different manufacturers and they actually made a matching pattern of from a couple of different products and we were able to cut out this this customer's damaged hardwood floor section and replace it with a completely different product but make it look original to the existing floor which that's you know 
Unheard of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe it either. I was like, this is not going to turn out well, John. Why are you doing this? And he was like, no, I'm trying to help the guy out. And he doesn't have a lot of money to spend. And his floor needs to be fixed. And he said, I explained to him that, you know, we can't guarantee it's going to match perfect. But if he's okay with us doing it. And, and so, you know, went above and beyond. And next thing I know, the guy's leaving us a five-star review. So, you know, that's that's what you get with American Dream Flooring and Tie. Okay. And uh, you've got uh, two uh, uh, showrooms, one in Apex and one in Raleigh, correct? Yep. We have two showrooms. Uh, if you want to get a free project consultation or free estimate, the easiest thing to do is just give us a call. You can call us at 8776-FLOORS. That's our toll-free number. Or you can go to our website, AmericanDreamFloor.com. Uh, click on the request an estimate link um, with us. You're going to get a best price guarantee. We offer lifetime installation warranty. We have no interest financing. We have in stock specials. I've got bleach proof carpet starting at $1 a square foot. Um, so we have everything you need, including the time and the patience to see the project through properly. Okay. Well, there you have it. Uh, that uh, wraps up today's show. Craig, the floor guy from America Dream Flooring and Tile, 8776-FLOORS, AmericaDreamFloor.com. Happy New Year, Craig. Happy New Year, Raleigh.